0: If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other maker moms you know. Hello, and welcome to the Maker Mom podcast. This week, I'm bringing you another one of my favorites from this past year. This is episode, originally episode 81, with Alma of Pink Soul Studios, Char, the Wooden Maven, and Jesse Built by Jesse. Um, <clears throat> They're definitely three of my dear friends, um, all of which I had never met before I interviewed uh, for the podcast. But we've become good friends, they are now my maker squad, and uh, we originally had this chat shortly after Workbench Con, and it's kind of funny to listen back to it now, um, just because some of the things we joked about during the episode, and it's like, oh my gosh, this was like right before the pandemic hit, and we really had no idea what was coming our way, so... <clears throat> It was uh, definitely definitely a different viewpoint listening to it now, but nevertheless, this is still one of my favorites and uh, covering some really important topics. Uh, so I am happy to share it with you again. Before hopping into the episode, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you. So much, Christie Twisted Twine Woodworks, uh, Christina B, Jeremy Spees, Sammy Go Sammy Lee, Laura Lauren, Oakley, uh, Lauren Rasp File Design, sorry Lauren, Sven Dwarf Size Workshop, Rachel Moody Makes, Bonnie Tool Mom, Bonnie Tool Laura Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou Made by Mary Lou, Amy Bison Valley Carving. Dan and Kelly Reclaim Living Store, Brandy Studio Obey, Kathy One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your continued and ongoing support, helping me to produce two episodes a week, every week, every month. All right, no further ado, here's episode 81. All right, well, ladies, thank you for uh, agreeing when I cornered you at WorkbenchCon, to do you some kind of... It is a pleasure. Kind of, yeah. So, Alma already asked me if I had any plan, and I'm going to have to say no, I don't. But <laughs> I wanted to throw it to the three of you. I mean, more than anything, I just wanted to provide the platform for you guys to be able to have, you know, this chat that you... I know at least Alma and Shari, you had talked about doing something at WorkbenchCon, and that didn't, like, come through. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I wanted to throw it out there. Okay, what what do you guys want, like, the Maker community to know about? What do you want, like, I don't know, the community at large to know about? Like, what what <clears throat> things have you seen? What have you encountered? what makes things better for you? What makes things worse for you? Like, you know, just to share your own experiences. Um, I do want each of you uh, to have a moment of just like doing a brief introduction. I know I've had all of you on the podcast already, but I want to make sure that you get like, your kind of, you know, this is who I am type thing so Everyone knows who's talking and then um, we can kind of jump into stuff is there anything specifically that you guys wanted to make sure we do cover uh, on diversity or um, any like what I guess, what were you guys thinking about Alma and Shar specifically when you were talking about, like, you wanted to have a panel at WorkbenchCon, like what were some things you were hoping to cover? Probably Uh,
1: dispelling stereotypes primarily. You know, mm-hmm. let's talk about why there's not more women of color at the table. Right. What are some things that are holding people in our community back? Mm-hmm. The judgments that we have personally received. But I think we first need to talk about disclaimers like this is not um, we're not bashing men on this right. panel right. and this is inclusive. It's not um We're not saying that this is only for minorities. This is only for people who are part of a certain uh, subgroup. This is for everybody. I feel like maybe I'm a little bit out of, maybe don't have too much to contribute just because like I'm in South Florida and it is so diverse here. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many different cultures. I haven't seen it firsthand Mm or any like preconceived notions of who we're supposed to be or who we are because all my life I've grown up here in South Florida and we've, everything all the countries right. are pretty much represented in this area so i haven't experienced too much of that i mean now well, just because of the current like the way you, what you hear in the news sometimes right. i'm concerned about going to other places or other states right
0: concerned do, about do you holiday. think
1: do you think though jesse like opening up that like more globally like like i know locally too i live in a great community mm-hmm. you know um it is in, in this community is primarily white but it's you know east uh european like immigrants white you know it's not yes. you know whatever um but do you feel like you've seen that like social media wise social media maybe maybe through the news mostly um through yeah. social media not so much um but mostly through the news i would say because uh, I, I, the reason why I ask, I, I actually use you as a as a, an example when someone tells me like, hey, uh, you know, I'll say something like, or, or I'm trying to think, now. I'll, I'll get a question like, how do you grow your Instagram, right? Like everybody wants to know, how do I get to 10,000? 10, 10, yeah. And it used to be like, everyone's standard answer was, you got to post every day. You got to make videos. You got to put yourself out there, right? Like you got to show that human element, right? Um, And and I would always get that back too. So like talking to some of the bigger names, they would say, these are the things you got to do, right? Yes. And if you do that every day, twice a day, put in your stories, all of that, you do it every day and in your stories, that's going to get easy, smooth sailing, right? And then they'll give me examples. Um, And it's usually... You know, oh, it's, and they've done great. They've built their brand. Um, but it's generally a white female that's blonde, right? And so my response is always like, yeah, that works. So what about built by Jessie? Like she posts, she's got her hustle on. (laughs) She's doing it. She is grinding it every day in her stores. She works full time and she does all this. She's got great videos. Her content is cool. It's not boring it's not it's it's bright it's stuff that people obviously want to see because it's working for up these other makers yes why isn't her stuff taking off and no one can answer it. no one's mm-hmm. been able to answer me and I, I want you to know like i I bring that up because I see that and those are the things that I look at mm-hmm. with other makers people of color like when I see when I see like oh there's a maker a person of color sweet I'm following oh. them Yes. Right. Because I feel like we don't see too much. Of that's that. what we can do. Right. And yes. I'm going to try to push them forward. Like, you know, I'm going to mention those makers and, and females too. It's not like I'm hating on white females. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like when, when it's out there and this is like, Oh, this is a standard answer. This is going to work. This is the, the, the method. And here's this big secret. So why isn't it working then for you, for Char, yeah. for, you know for me even i am i got really lucky yeah but you know still like why isn't it working for us so mm-hmm. that's good where point. i see it the most yes. i agree i don't get that locally i mm-hmm. don't put myself in that place i know i live in a bubble i'm mm-hmm. fine with it you mm-hmm. know i live in a great city chicago's super diverse yeah um but you know on a social network type of level like yes. that's where i see it i see good point well, <laughs> I, Uma, I, you've done really well You've Uma. done really well with your platforms um, With Instagram, yeah And I'm only mainly on Instagram But I've been doing this for uh, Four years now, maybe, on Instagram mm-hmm. Three or four years I-, I don't even know And it wasn't like a takeoff, you know i I was in there when you know, a lot of these makers started, you know, when it got to be really big, right? Like everybody was starting to join. It was really easy back in the day, maybe three, four years ago to get followers. It was just like, if you were on there posting, you were going to get all the followers. Um, I honestly think what helped me was that I did push sticks and I gave them to people to give away. Somebody would ask me, Hey, can I do this in my giveaway? Sure. Yeah. Do my giveaway. Like, here's a push stick. It wasn't so that. I could get the followers. It was so that I could get people to buy more push sticks, you know? Um, but I think like, that's really what kind of got me there um, as far as that's concerned, because it's really slow for me to get followers. You know, it's not like, a, a you know, a lot of conversations I had at WorkbenchCon, or not a lot, a couple of them were, oh yeah, once you hit that 10k, it's like, boom, you're just going to skyrocket. And I've seen it. You know, another good example of, of that, and, and he's hustling every day, is Brad from Project Project Builds. Built this, built that, fixed this, no, built. Not no, Brad. Rodriguez. That's, that's no, no, not him. Oh, um, the, Project Builds stuff. Project Builds, I think. Yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah. But Brad. So you know, he, but he's he's a, again like he's putting it out there every day, twice a day. But it was like he hit 10k, and then all of a sudden it was like he's over 20 now. You know. Like, within a matter of, I think, three weeks, he went to 20K. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's and like, I, you know, why isn't that working for us? For,
0: yeah, <laughs> I guess I wanted to ask you guys. So, you know, Jess, you were like, your your local community, like, has so much diversity and you feel that. But, like, what's your feeling when you go to things like, when you go to things like work in time? I mean, let's face it. In total, there weren't a ton of people of color there, you know, regardless of gender. So, well, how do you feel? I, I lost two friends that didn't show up this year, and they were both of color. <laughs> but I mean, what's it what's it feel like to be in that space? You know, like yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, definitely feel like um, underrepresented, right? Um, you want to see it's always nice to see more people like you in a, in a place. Uh, makes you help helps you feel comfortable, um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a not like a letdown, but it's you know it'd be nice to see more people that are just like me at these events. Hmm. Um, so I could definitely see it in situations like that. Oh well, uh, yeah, I feel like the token, hmm. but I feel like that in a lot of situations that involve woodworking and everything I'm doing, you know and i get chosen for things to be the token so that other people don't feel like they're being prejudiced or racist or they have all you know white people on a panel or something it's like oh we need a black person just in general i mean if you look at if you look at just the stuff that i've been involved with you know with the makerspace and the board of directors like i am the only one in all of those photos and I mean, it makes me stand out in more ways than one. And not all of those are positive, you know, because I end up not having a mentor in this space, you know, like, who do I, who do I model things after? Yeah, There's certain things about people that I like, you know, that I look up to them for. But at the end of the day, it stops somewhere. You know, you can be jogging down the street if you're a guy with your shirt off and, holding a hammer and that's cool, but I can't do that. You know, I'll get a completely different name if I do that. So at a certain point, I, I don't have anybody to look up to, but you know who, you know who I like Tamisha toolbox divas. Yes. She's done very well. Yes. And she's because she's consistent and she puts out great content. Yeah. So she's someone that I admire in the space, and she's probably—if she, I don't know—she has time. I mean, she has Sydney now, but she would be great on here.
0: Yeah, they should too. I think. Yeah, I think too, had, somebody, like I had Tamisha on when she was pregnant, and yeah, you get her back on now that uh Sydney's here. Yeah, I was talking to her about mommy brain. She's like, "No, I still don't believe it."
1: I'm like, "Oh, what? she totally has it. I know." Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alma, I might cut you off. What were you gonna say? Oh no,
1: I was just looking at up uh, at uh, Tamisha on Instagram, and and I'm really surprised that she doesn't have more follows as well. You know, it's still it's at 16. Where I'm pretty sure she's been. I'm just trying to see like how long she's been doing this. She's oh, she for had a very a blog long time before. And a she's got a YouTube channel. Oh, um, well, I know. I met her at Haven. A in that crowd, for you know, so I'm actually ex- she isn't really blowing up, you know. But I I agree. She's a great example of you know of who um, who to look towards, you know.
0: Um, and and char, I mean, I saw you post. Um, I'm totally gonna lose her name now. Uh, you did a post. The, the other shop teacher the one who's going to be on um, the Disney, Disney. Shop yeah box. yeah
1: girly shop teacher
0: yeah she's I I reached out she's going to be on the podcast too but um I mean how did you hook I mean how did you hook up with her is that somebody because hey you're both shop teachers but is that somebody to like look up to type thing yeah I think
1: so and you know what the interesting thing is that I found and you probably um, may have found the same thing, Katie, is there are some people doing some amazing work. They're just not posting it. You know, I mean, she's on freaking Disney Plus for crying out loud, right? right. Like, yeah. you legit at that point, but not everybody is social media savvy or nor do they have the time to do it or th- that may not be their, their end goal. Right. It's to right. blow up on social media, but Jess actually connected us. Mm-hmm. because they were both uh Duluth trading models mm-hmm. and i had lunch with jess when we were at workbench con and we were just chatting about everything and she said you know there's somebody i'd like for you to meet and she connected me with tammy girly shop teacher and then tammy was like seriously you exist char she was like <laughs> oh my gosh okay. she was like i'm coming to atlanta next week i was like perfect let's hook mm-hmm. up you know so that i mean that literally is the only other African-American female shop teacher that I have met, that I am aware of that exists. I'm pretty sure there's more, but they yeah, care less about Instagram. Our, exactly. Yeah, they care less about Instagram. They're like, I'm not doing this for the gram. <laughs> if, you know, if the program is even available, because a lot of those programs aren't available at, at all places. Shop, what mm-hmm. shop. Yep.
0: So, Shar, obviously you're plugged into your, like, local maker space um but what about Alma and Jess are you guys plugged in into local making spaces at all like um, what if you uh, are what is it like in those communities um
1: here in Chicago I don't there are I guess quite a few maker spaces I live in the suburbs though so it's a little bit it's a little bit harder there isn't much around here um, as far as like a makerspace that I know of, um, I do help organize. I started a couple years ago, organizing the, um, a local meetup for woodworkers specifically on Instagram. Um, so it was, we called ourselves like Illinois Woodworkers of Instagram. Um, the thing, the thing with that too is that Illinois is so huge, um, we have people coming from, like, three four hours away and driving in. We'll we'll have meetups, like, maybe every two to three months. Um, we just find a shop, or I think uh, in April we have one coming up that's going to be at a – they sell slabs. I mean, they build furniture, too, but they also sell slabs. So they're going to have us in their shop. And we, typically we get about um, 15 to 25 people show up. I'm usually the only female, and um, there might be one or two other people of color. Um, Yeah, maybe one. I think Chicago Flag is the one that comes to mind. Um, Can't think of anyone else. But yeah, so, um, you know, it never comes down. Like, it's not... um, it doesn't ever seem like an issue, but it's mm-hmm. something that I notice, you know? Um, and like Char, you know, then you become that, that token, right? Like everybody wants to talk to you. <laughs>
0: right, right. And meet
1: you. And, um...
0: Hey makers, this week's sponsor is Wagner Spray Tech. I wanna talk to you right now about their series of control sprayers. I have, personally, the Control Spray 250, which is great for staining and finishing of small to medium-sized projects. It has power and control to cut time out of staining projects like fences, railings, furniture, trim, perfect during these upcoming summer months for all of that outdoor furniture you may be making like I plan on making. Um, It has simple adjustments. It can spray transparent to solid stains, lacquers, and a lot of other furniture paints with speed and efficiency. Listen to this. It can stain uh, an area that is 8 foot by 10 foot in less than two minutes. That is awesome. It's lightweight and compact, easy to maneuver around. Uh, The Control finish nozzle sprays a smooth and consistent coverage. And pattern adjustment can be horizontal, vertical, and narrow round, which is perfect, again, when you need to get into a precise area on a project. Uh, so go ahead and go check out Wagner Spray Tech's control spray series. Uh, you can check them out on their website, wagnerspraytech.com, or you can follow them on social over on Instagram, Wagner Spray Tech. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean it was definitely really apparent too at Workbench I, I think um you know, like Shar says, you know, you then become the one that wants to be in the photo. Like I I mean I wasn't the one that everybody wanted in their photo, but there were a couple of times, you know, and um but I feel like it was always Shar and like MJ, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's like everybody's friends with Shar and everybody's friends with MJ, you know. Um so yeah, that that it, it's definitely something that I feel like it stands out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, at least at least on, on my end, or I think on our end, we see it. It's It happens all the time, you know. I mm-hmm. can hey. see that we don't have makerspace. Well, we do have a couple of makerspaces here in South Florida, but I'm also in the suburbs in Broward County. Um, so they're quite a distance away from me, maybe 45 minutes or an hour away, depending upon the traffic. Mm-hmm. um and then being a full-time worker mom and whatnot i'm not going to make it out there or be a member of those spaces and then we did uh, start a local local group of with makers local makers and uh, a couple of guys are the ones i met at workbenchcon last year and which i had no idea were in my area so it was very nice to meet them. i met him through alma and then we eventually started our group here locally and we meet whenever we can maybe like Probably the same thing. Although we try to make it every month, it's tough. So maybe every three or two months Mm -hmm. um, we're meeting and um, just to hang out. But same thing. At least now, um, I am one. uh, Maybe two or three of us are Hispanic that actually um, show up. The rest, I mean, but but again, it's diverse diverse community. So we have Asian. Um Uh, um not middle eastern uh like the european area so it's it's diverse but only female of course and um that's about it i mean sometimes for me like i'm i consider myself like new to woodworking at least the terms like i would i want to know everything and i take up all the information i'm watching all the videos and i want to try everything but I don't know all the technical terms, so sometimes the guys are talking, and I'm like learning from them. Tell me more, or what is this? And I don't, I may know what they're talking about, but I don't realize I know the information until more information is being shared, and then I'm like, oh okay, I, I know exactly what they're talking about now. But some stuff is like three D, not three D, but three D. There are some three D guys um, and uh, CNC stuff, which I want to do, but I don't do. So it's like, okay, I don't necessarily know what they're talking about, but I'm still into it and still listening what they. Mm-hmm. You learn like the top five terms and say enough just to sound cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what I, I'm like. Oh, yes. Yes. I did. Don't give out that my secret. T- <laughs> <laughs> that of it <that laughs> was awesome, knowing that I have wrecked every CNC project I've ever tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah yeah i tried that i downloaded the new version of b 10 oh so many problems with downloading <laughs> like,
0: like, no
1: idea what i'm talking about <laughs> i think i know i think i know the answer to this but i mean you guys seem pretty confident in your own skin and, and self-assured and you guys mentioned being the, the only one sometime or one of the few do you ever feel moments of insecurity because you do look different than everybody else that's at a gathering or in a a meetup with you guys, um, I I think I feel like I definitely do, but that's I, it's my definitely my insecurities, right? Like, I get that, Um but yeah, for sure, especially at a place like at an event like the French Con or the Haven Conference, you know, something like that, where these are all. <clears throat> Supposedly, your you know your peers, your coworkers, whatever we want to call them, right? Like these are people that we see every day. We we lean on, and um, and then and then there's a, a room of, of companies, and and you know what should look like so many opportunities, but I feel like in that space with the people that are there, and how poorly represented we are, that I I don't. I don't and I can't walk up to those tables. I can't walk up to those sponsors, you know. Knowing that I have a pretty good following, right? Like um I know that the stuff that I the stuff that I put out, the things that I make uh and the things that I choose to share, I know they're good. I do that on purpose because I know that I have to be, you know, 10 times better at what I'm doing than someone else you know like than someone that's not of color right like for me to stand out and for people to take me seriously
0: hey makers do you know lauren of rasp and file designs well if you don't you should definitely go check out her work you can find her on instagram rasp file designs lauren is making all kinds of cool Furniture and home decor pieces out of live edge uh, hardwoods and metal bases. Um, That's not all she does, though, so you should really go check her out and see what she's up to, especially as holiday seasons are coming up. And I know all of us makers really enjoy making our own Christmas presents, but perhaps you're running out of time, so you want to maybe go check out Lauren. She's in the D.C. area, so especially those who are close uh, location-wise to her. So go ahead, go check her out at Designs on Instagram, and let's get back to the episode. Hey, Makers. Today's episode is brought to you by Tool Mom and Company, or some of you know her as Tool Mom Bonnie. Uh, She has all kinds of tool-related merchandise of gifts and clothing for all ages and genders available at toolmomstore.com. I have two of the coffee mugs. One says, go girl, and it has a circular saw with flames coming off the back, which is super sweet. And then the other one is the definition of a tool chick, which just makes you feel kind of badass when you're drinking out of it. So, if you are in the market, especially as we're getting close to Christmas, for any tool related merchandise, be that gifts or clothing, make sure you head on over to toolmomstore.com. And extra bonus, you can receive 20% off at checkout if you use the coupon code MakerMom. All right, let's jump back into the episode. So,
1: in spaces, though, like in person, yeah definitely like my insecurities are like i'm i'm not that girl i'm not gonna do that you know i'm you know it's just so then so therefore then i wouldn't there's no way that i'm going to ask for that space right i'm not going to ask for my time or that space at that table at that booth on that stage but that's me what about you jesse i feel the same Mm -hmm. way surprisingly it's and it's funny because you know, um, this is, this is me. Okay. And I should be my biggest fan, but I'm not necessarily my biggest fan. Like I tell my husband, I'm talking to him or having ideas with him. He's like, Oh, you could totally do that. Why, why, you know, why would you feel shy about doing this? Go for it. You can do it. Or if I get like a call from someone wanting to do something, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm just like, absolutely. You can. Why is it that I am so, or I'm not self. I don't know what the word is. Like, why can't I support myself in a way that I know deep inside that I can do it, but yet I still have insecurities about doing something or approaching something? And like you mentioned the, uh, with the conference, like I follow these brands, I use these brands on a regular basis. Why am I unsure or insecure about approaching these brands or talking to companies about what I do and what I have to offer? It would be nice. Um, um, the idea that came to me is like forming like a group female minorities or whatever it may be to approach these brands in a way where it's like, you know, this is like, sort of like a union situation. You know, we're together, <laughs> united fronts. Like there's so much that we have to offer, but yet as an individual, sometimes we don't feel as powerful. So I think it's like,
0: I it's, I think it's the brand's responsibility to step up and start having like, more than it being either males that are standing there who are more inclined to talk to other men versus any woman uh, that comes up. And they need to have people... I mean, I would hope that they have people of color within their organization that could come and be a part of of standing there at those conferences to be more approachable. Yeah, I, I mean... I'm trying to be the
1: token of festival. I'm okay with that. Like, they can use me as a token. <laughs> yeah, Heck yeah. we just oh, put, that yeah. <laughs> put that out there? Put that out the universe. Make that happen. Yes, <laughs>
0: we just put that out
1: there? Like, I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> yes. I, I won't I, leave I, that I, one out for you, Alma. Leave that, that one, one in. <laughs> yeah. Make sure
1: you hashtag them so when they <laughs> search for their name, like, this comes up. <laughs> I feel like I am always... So, my thing with pistols, I love their product. Obviously, they have good products. Um, I've been doing this long enough so that I, I've used the entry level tools, and now I really want to enjoy my time in the shop. So, um, that's what I choose to spend any money that I get on, right? And I buy a lot of my stuff to use. I do not buy um, a brand new Festool, you know. Um, and they've given me a lot of opportunities. I've done training with them. I, I, I've got to- Really that I got to do training in, in uh, Indianapolis. They don't sponsor me. They have never given me anything. I've gotten it from independent uh, dealers. Uh, so, but I will. There's one thing that I've I've noticed as far as um, with Bustle, like I kind of am their token. If you go through their feed in Instagram and you scroll. You will scroll to twenty eighteen Mother's Day and I am the first person of color. I am not even that that dark. I'm not that like I'm a lighter shade and I am the first person of color that you will see. You'll see women, very few. I've saved every catalog. I've actually asked for back catalogs from people. I've saved every catalog. Not one women were non existent in their catalogs until I think maybe two years ago. And it's the same woman. I think she works for their company, which they, granted they have, they're in Germany. They have a lot of, uh, they use a lot of their employees as models. I think this year is the first year they got all new marketing. So I believe this year is going to be the first catalog. Where just anyone like you could submit photos. So you know, I submitted photos. Mm. Um, so I'm constantly tagging and putting them in there because like I do really want to be in your catalog, <laughs> like you know, but it's it's something that I'm like, do I have that conversation with them like i I sent an, a, a message to one of their guys and um, I sent a message to one of their guys, and I never got a response, and it was basically like, this is something that I've noticed. I really want to bring attention to this how you know I want it to be, I want to partner with you to bring diversity into your. You know your social media and whatever, and I never got a response. Um, I'm like tearing up right now, though. Really, just listening, just listening, just listening to this. Like, I I can't, I can't believe that. No, you were the only one. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. Last I checked, last I checked, if you scroll on Festival USA, I'm the only person of color. There might be one Asian woman posted before me, um, but yeah. And I mean, you know, sometimes I have that thought of like, well, why do I continue to support a company like this? Mm-hmm. And and for me, it it really does come down to then this the quality of the tool, right? And the people that I have met uh, at their company because uh, I've been to their headquarters who aren't like that, right. That work for them or, um, train with them or whatever. Like, and so I, like, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, I really like their tools though. Um, yeah. So I don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're, they're like You're so they're, disappointed in me. <laughs> no, no, no. I, they're like very, they're like two things in life that like break my heart. One is like, children being hurt and the other is just being on the outskirts of something you know not being included not being able to be a part of it and it just like that makes me so sad because we're all so passionate about making and building but then we don't have people to represent us we don't have people that want to work with us and i'm just like how are we possibly even living in that world still You know. And then we have to raise our children in that world. It just, it makes me sad. It is, it makes me sad. I know it it shouldn't. We're like, no, it's not that deep. But no, it is. Like, this is, it is. This is our life. Well, yeah, because I don't actually have like a real job. So yeah, I guess it's my life. (laughs) It's It's making stuff. I mean, yeah, making stuff. Even if, you know, even if you are working full time, like this is a passion, right? So yeah, it is, it is is our life. It is, it's, it really sucks to, to go through it, you know? Um, I feel like the reason why it becomes so, um, like, hits me in the face at times is normally, again, like, I live in a bubble. I know that. And I, I don't notice these things as much. Again, I'm, I don't get, you know, the, uh, people questioning me at at Home Depot apparent to me and we're, we're like, with charlotte it it does become really sad is when i do get those dms of other women of color that are like hey i just want to tell you like it is so cool to see you doing what you're doing and like Mm -hmm. where you how far you've gotten and like holy crap you are using festival like that's cool um, or, you know, while you're working on, you know, whatever, in on a CNC, like, you're making these things, like, I just want to know. I've gotten it for, you know, being a color. I've gotten it for being, um, for being a lesbian, like, all of that. Like, in um, getting those DMs, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm just so used to not seeing, you know, not seeing myself represented up there, right? Where, like you said, like, who do we look up to? Well, then then you realize in those moments, like it's us, we have to be that. And then that's where it becomes like, where then, yeah, I'm going to put out really great content and really great projects, you know? And that's what I see coming from Char. That's what I see coming from, you know, Jesse, like um, because of other people, other people are looking to us now, you know, because we are vocal and we are out there. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, representation does matter. And that's what, People don't see that. A lot of these companies don't see that because they don't need to, right? Like they don't see that our perc- our percentage is so low to yeah. them that it doesn't matter. You know that that dollar that they're going to make off of us, it doesn't matter to them. So mm. that's also why it becomes important to me to invest in better tools to sh- to show like I can do these techniques. I'm interested in these other things. I'm not just A DIY hobbyist, you know, not again, not there's anything wrong with that. There are hobbyists that want to use nicer and better tools, but also want to be able to show that like people of color are going to put their money in their passion too. Right. We want to use nicer things too. And I feel like that's where it comes from because we are a small percentage in that, in that big group, in that big cash pile to them is what they see, you know?
0: Okay, now you're making me tear up, Alma. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I, I just... The thought that came to my mind when you said you're such... And this is what's getting me to tear up. That you're such a small percentage to them. Is that... Imagine how big you could be. You know? If they invested in you, imagine how big that could get. Right. Because it is all about representation and the more representation that is out there, that gives others the permission to do it. Like, I don't want to say they don't know it exists, but they might not even know that this world exists without seeing that representation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And and I don't think you're a small. I, I cannot believe that you guys that people of color are a small percentage of of it, I think it's just the representation hasn't been there, and and so it's not seen. And it's kind of like <clears throat> I listened to somebody else, on another podcast, and they were talking about like uh, it, it was a woman of color talking about being asked to be the token on panels as being a woman of color, and the response she gets when she says, "I want more people of color on this panel with me." and the response she gets from the white people she's talking to is well we can't find them and she's like what the hell go out and freaking find them like it's not that hard we exist right and so i don't want to say like th- that you don't exist but to shar's point earlier like maybe they don't exist maybe it's not being put out on social media but i can guarantee you that there are right. people of color who are making there are people of color. There oh, yeah. are people of color doing a million things in this world, right? Because
1: they are. <laughs> I was saying, you know, we have to find ways to set set ourselves apart from everybody else. Because just being good enough is not is just not good enough, you know. They're like, why are you? I did something with PBS like two years ago, right? They said, so, oh, we want to work with you some more. You know, send us a pitch, and I, you know, got this pitch ready for them, and they're just like how is this different from like what's on YouTube? Like I have to bring something like even bigger and greater to the table. I'm like, this is not enough. You know, like, nope. I mean, they were honest with me and I'm just like, gosh, you know, I have to be excellent in order to be good enough for everybody else. And it's just, it's so much pressure and it's such a burden, you know, when literally all you want to do is just make stuff, you know, that's all you want to do is make stuff. But, I I think I'm, I'm slowly finding my angle, you know, it's taken me about a year to figure out what my brand actually is. And for so long, like I tried to keep the kids out of it, you know, push them out of the video, stay inside the house. And I noticed like they would pop up in my stories and say like random things and not everybody cares to see your kids. Some people are like, I only follow woodworkers, right? But then some people are like, "Oh my gosh, I love seeing your kids in the background." And then the twins like actually enjoy building stuff, so they're they're familiar with everything. And I'm like, okay, I didn't want to be like the mom on Instagram, but I certainly can't be the I certainly can't be the milf on Instagram, right? Because my kids <laughs> scroll through it.
0: You know, I can't.
1: I don't. I don't want that image out there. Like Jessica's saying, that's not. That's not her. You know, mm-hmm. we're not high heel kind of girls and I don't want to pretend to be someone I'm not. I'm just going to face it. I'm a mom. I have four kids. I drive a minivan. I used to have big boobs, but I don't anymore because I nursed my kids too long. So I can't show them off anymore. You know, I'm I'm just going to deal with the facts at this point. And if I, if I make it, if I make it big on the social media platform, fine. If I don't, Guess what? I can always be a preschool teacher. I'm really good at that. Good with kids. Clearly. Clearly, yes.
0: <laughs> um all right. So ladies, we're getting close to the end of the hour, but I wanted to give, first of all, none of you introduced yourselves. So we have to do that so I can put it at the beginning.
1: <laughs> and <laughs>
0: secondly, um What's a final, give each of you a chance to kind of have like a, I guess, a final thought, you know, to kind of like leave us thinking about. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to just start with who I have first on the screen. So that means to me, that's Jesse. First in order. Can you do your intro and then what you want to leave us with? Sure, let me give this a try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so um, my name is Isara Green. In Spanish, it's Isaura Green. And um, I go by Jesse, built by Jesse on Instagram. And I am a DIYer uh, addict, pretty much. I love making things. I love redoing spaces with a passion for woodworking. So I like to build things for new spaces and um that's about it i'm in south florida i'm married have three boys uh, so i am the queen of my castle
0: <laughs> all right do you have any final thoughts uh rolling through that head about
1: <laughs> <laughs> um one of the things i i when i went to the conference um in February, um, one of the things I kept telling to people when people would ask, like, is this taken <laughs> or whatnot, I would always say, the seat's available, we're all friends here. Um, and I thought it was a little corny, but it's, it's pretty much the truth. We're all friends here, we're all friends online, and it's nice to meet people in person. It, I don't think about diversity too much just because I'm in an area where it's very diverse in South Florida. Um, we're all, a lot of nations are very well represented here. Um, but with regards to that, um, being open, acceptance, and not always prejudging people is very important. Um, just because we don't know someone, it doesn't mean that they're, uh, how would I say it? Bad people. <laughs> I'm always the nice I'm always trying to like see the positive in places and in people. And that's something that we have to be open to. Just including people, understanding people, speaking to people, just because we're meeting someone for the first time. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're foreign or we're gonna push them away or not even try to approach them. Just I don't know, be kind.
0: Be kind to each other. That's a good, good note to leave on. Thank you. <laughs> see. Um, okay. Alma, you're next on my screen. So I'm going to put you, put you next.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. My name is Alma. I go by Pixel Studios on uh, Instagram and all the other social things. Um, I call myself a maker of things, uh, mostly out of wood. I, I enjoy woodworking. Um, but I also enjoy some DIY projects in the house. Um, I am in Chicago. And I think for me, like the final thoughts for me on this sort of subject that we've had. Um, I think, uh well, I think first of all, I want to thank Katie for giving us this platform and for being uh, that person. Literally that person that is going to have that conversation and and ask those questions. I don't think it's always a bad thing um, to be that person and ask those questions like uh, we need more of that, we need to have more conversations. So I think that would be my my, my final thought was is, you know, we need to have more conversations with uh, with everybody, you know not not just people of color but like women, and there are some you know um, I mean everyone should should be asking these questions on how do we better support you know people that might be a little bit different right whether it's you know gender or race any of that so
0: um yeah those are my final thoughts awesome thank you Alma. okay shar it is down to you hey folks <laughs> my
1: name is shar i am from atlanta georgia I am known as the Wooden Maven on social media, mostly on Instagram. And my final thoughts on today's topic are, we aren't going anywhere. We're here to stay. We're going to make this happen. Could you imagine if Harriet Tubman, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey have stopped in their tracks at the first sign of conflict? Of dislike, could you imagine where they would be? We probably wouldn't know their names right now. When you find something in life that you are extremely passionate about, you don't let anything get in your way. And I'm not just speaking about getting sponsors or getting accolades or awards for what you do, I'm talking about following the path that's been set before you, the one that you're supposed to follow. And i know that i was created to teach other people how to make things and if instagram goes away if youtube goes away i'll still be teaching people how to make things because that is my calling in life so look out world jesse alma katie char we're about to make some things happen
0: thank you love it (laughs) Um, and I'm going to leave one thing that I want to put out there for people to think about, and that is, um, (laughs) these wonderful ladies that agreed to talk about this topic on the podcast. Thank you all very much, first of all. Um, but it is not your job to speak for all people of color. It is not your job to have to have this conversation. Uh, it is the job of people who look more like me to own up to our responsibility, to educate ourselves, to not come off like freaking fools. And um, to acknowledge that we have privilege based on the color of our skin and that it is our job when we are given that privilege to step aside and open the stage for wonderful people like yourselves. And so that is going to be what I want to leave for people who are listening to this podcast episode to remember. Um, And that is going to be something I will continue to focus on moving forward. I do my best to have as much representation of Maker Moms on this podcast as possible. Um, and I will continue to do so. So you can take that as a promise from me that I will continue to search out and look for as much diversity as I possibly can find to put on this podcast because you are all amazing and you are all my heroes. So thank you very much for all the work that you do. And with that, I hope to have you guys on again. And we don't have to talk about diversity. We could totally just talk about Alma's Fez tools and (laughs) the opportunity to, like, go build in her shop. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anytime. Anytime.
1: Well, I do want to put this invitation out to you, ladies. Um, Jessie needs organization in her shop, so feel free to come to South Florida anytime. (laughs) Have space for you to sleep. They have <laughs> pools and beaches,
0: so you know you're always welcome. Well, you know, my son just <laughs> said yesterday because spring break is for us for next week, and he was like, "So where are we going for spring break?" And I was like, "Nowhere." He's like, "We're going to Florida." I'm like, <laughs> "Florida!" Like you picked Florida out of the place to go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Round trip tickets like forty five dollars
0: now. I know. I know. It right? wants to
1: fly fall down. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> all
0: right. <laughs> all right. Just like with. Um, Wednesday's episode, I'll include the links to the original episode and how you can follow along with all three of these wonderful ladies uh, in the show notes. Just check the description uh, on whatever podcast app you're listening to and you should be able to find it right there. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure you hit subscribe on whatever app you listen to podcasts on. Head over to iTunes, leave a five-star review. All of that helps the algorithms know that you are enjoying the podcast and others like you may enjoy it as well. Please also make sure you're following along with the podcast over on Instagram. That's just at Maker Mom Podcast. Check out the link in the bio there. You can find all kinds of cool things like uh, podcast swag, both for the Maker Mom episodes and for the Wonder Women series episodes. All of that is up and running. We are into, since I just shipped some out to patrons, I know that. Pretty much, if you order now through the end of the year, it won't be getting to you till the start of the new year, but it would be a fabulous way to kick off the new year with some new swag to rock your uh, support of the podcast. And then also, please make sure to check out Patreon. That's just p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Podcast. There's four different tier levels over there. They all come with some... Type of merch. They all get you access to any additional content such as live podcast episodes uh, coming up in 2021. So please, please, please check all that out. All right. When I am not interviewing or editing and making podcast episodes, you can find me designing and making furniture and home decor over on freemanfurnishings.com and at freemanfurnishings across all of the social media, such as TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, Facebook, all of those. I'm most active on a daily basis on TikTok and Instagram that's where I keep you posted on what's going on in the shop currently which right now you will find lots of videos around making presents for the kiddos this year. All right, well it is the end of the week. It's a last weekend uh before Christmas. And um I believe we're still in Hanukkah. I'm sorry friends who celebrate Hanukkah, I know I should know that better. Um, either way, if you celebrate a holiday or don't celebrate a holiday this time of year, I know it's a hectic time of the year, pretty much for everybody. So make sure you're taking care of yourself, staying safe, staying healthy, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe leave an awesome review, and share this out with other maker moms you know.